Hello and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis and Benjamin Holden. Today's podcast is kindly sponsored by Fabletics Men. I'm also wearing this brand new hoodie. I've taken out the packet, but it looks like it's been Very ironed nice. by a brick. I also just realized, looking at myself on camera, I've got the, the price tag still on there. Do you know what, though? You really suit that color. Oh, go on. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't see. This is, you shouldn't do that. I should probably just snip yeah, it out because that's going to hurt your insides now. Okay. Well, sponsored by Fabletics Men. Um, I'll tell you more about it during the podcast. Fun. So today's episode is a bit of a QA, and a a bit of a catch-up off the back of the Steffi podcast, which I hope everyone enjoys. Oh, yeah, it was Nutty's podcast that just went live. That was really good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that podcast. But yeah, so we're doing a bit of a Q&A that some of you guys have fired into us this week. Unfortunately, I've done no preparations, so I've got no questions. Lucy's got all the questions, and I've just... Well, it's basically because <laughs> I've been just fucking around on Twitter all morning, so I thought I'd go through there and go through some of the funny things that I saw on Twitter this morning instead. You are a bit of a procrastinator though. Yep. I'm not a procrastinator, I don't nope. think. I really I really try and get things done quite quickly, which to be fair can be a negative if you're going too fast and you have the perfectionism trait. Well, what you, what you haven't you got lost? a placeholder for your mug? Well, I'll borrow yours because you don't have anything on you. Yours is just sat there. There we go. To be fair though, Thanks, Carl. that's a that's a silver silver like don't care. I understand with glasses which condensate, but that doesn't condensate. Sorry. Also, I forgot to mention, Lucy very kindly bought me this when she came back from somewhere the other day. What are you about to pull out? Oh, yeah. Lovely whiskey. So it was hilarious because me and Lauren were in, we went to Ireland for Tiger's christening and I wanted to get you an Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, we don't have a fucking clue about whiskey. So I just got the one that looked the prettiest. Which I think, to be fair, I think that box is quite nice. Are you going to show everyone? Mm-hmm. We're, we're also going to do a taste test. No, we're not. Yep. No, we're whiskey. not. No, we're not. Have you had tasted whiskey before? I hate whiskey. You haven't tasted this one though, have you? No, I had some at um, Cousin Matthew's wedding and I literally felt like I just swallowed. It's kind of like acid. What? Why is everything <laughs> like acid to you? We are in the gym the other day, my niece used to smell like poo acid. Whiskey's acid. Well, the reason that I said poo acid for the knee sleeves and Cal can vouch me because they actually oh, how stink. It? I'm worried it. that some people might not believe how bad these knee sleeves are. Can, can we explain? It, this The situation I'm is... Really, I'm really struggling with this box. I don't want to rip it. Maybe just nice give it to Cal to open. I've done it, but I kind of ripped it. The Go situation on. with the knee sleeves... Have you ever smelled anything worse? So when I said poo acid, I kind of meant it smells like a dead body, yeah, but I didn't true. want to say dead body on TikTok. Because so I need for context, these are the knee sleeves that Ben squats in every Wednesday and Saturday, and the smell. But he's had them for like oh my! They God. literally, they literally. We were in the back of the car driving to Tesco the other day, and Steph, Steph was like, "Your car smells." I was like, "Ben, is your gym back in the back of my car?" You could smell. Do you know what I had? You you also have a tendency to not zip it up because that's the the, the perfume yeah, of my into my knee car come out into and breathe, my car. breathe. Oh, Ben, this. I am going to get you a new pair. No, I do I have it. I want a new pair. There's history, there's reps in there, there's well, hard well, work, you're gonna there's have dedication, to get a new there's pair consistency. Well, I'm going to b- b- burn. I'm going to you know. burn the old pair. Me and Cal are going to have like a ritual and just... They actually stink though, Ben. I think we can't explain the kind of smell, but I managed to try some whiskey. 
How do we drink it? Right, There's ready? no glasses. We spigot. You're no. getting out the bottle. No. 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 We like to drink with Lucy. Because Lucy is our mate. Uh, when we drink with Lucy, we dance down Wait, it's not open yet. I feel so much pressure when like you're out with friends and they start singing that. It's like, please don't, because I have so much of like, mm, this there is going to make me feel nauseous. What, do you want to hear the pop? <sighs> that was so anticlimactic. That wasn't as brilliant. I thought that sounded great. It just took a lot of... Probably just don't smell it. Pretty. I'd like to... Come on. Should I smell it first? No, probably don't smell it. Take a proper sip as well. Don't just be licking the rim. Not what you like. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's um, quite sharp on my lip. Come on. Give I don't it, know how to approach just it. Just give it a description straight as soon as you taste it. Description quick. <laughs> oh, dribbled. <laughs> it literally, if I have ever drank... Like acid, it's that. Acid. Whiskey's not acid. How how on the pH scale though? Where is it? Where scale? is whiskey? What are you talking about? Whiskey on the pH whiskey on the pH scale. Here we go. Whiskey comes up as a percentage of alcohol, not on the pH scale. Whiskey acid level ranges from four point four to five point one. Not that high. It's not that high. It's quite disappointing. Go on then, you have a big swig. Oh actually it's me feel ill. You're trying to be all macho there. I'm not. Mm. It's it, the, the thing with whiskey. It actually tastes okay for some of the whiskeys I've tasted. It, it tickles Just your chest. Carl, Carl's got to try, try a bit now as well. Wasn't it in like the olden we days? We like to drink with Carl because Carl is our mate. Carl, description. Hey. Tastes like whiskey. Yeah. Carl, Carl hates it just as much as me. Wasn't it a thing? In the Victorian days, where you put whiskey on your baby when they're teething. Mm, is it? I don't know. Was that a true thing? Yeah, I think that's the thing when they're I crying. When like they're crying. It if, numbs it a bit. Yeah, hopefully people still don't do that, because I think you can just do it with that maybe cow pole. Whiskey's a bit too far. Yeah, probably don't put scotch on your baby. <sighs> do you know what, though? It really clears your airways, doesn't it? I've <sighs> got some chest on me now. Do you know what I mean? You feel it on chest. Speak from chest, bro. <laughs> Can I go into my first fitness question? Can I tell you a couple of facts about whiskey? Oh, it generates sake. huge tax revenue. May see several casks, don't know what I mean. Um, so several casks, it obviously gets passed around in those its big Its name buckets. has meaning. Whiskey in Gaelic reads usage beef, which means water of life. I don't think it's water of life, though, is it? It really tickled my chest. Yeah, that's all I've got. Sorry. It's not, sorry, that's not that. Actually. Wasn't I mean, saying, the thing with whiskey, Clive collects whiskey, doesn't he? God, Clive's whiskey cabinet is pretty phenomenal. I think that's what you're trying to do because you're not going to drink that. Yeah, and then when the lads come around and I want to act hard, I get whiskey out. You do have the whole Shazam, don't you? You've got the whiskey glasses, mm. you've got the whiskey, but they're kind of just in the room to look, more so to look pretty. Collectibles, no, you just sit, you don't, you don't, it's not like you get a bottle of beer or babe and you, you're tanking it. Oh, no, I know that. But to say if you've got a bottle of gin, you would go through the gin quicker than a bottle yeah, of whiskey. Yeah, that's like bath water. I do agree with that. Anyway, can I go with my first fitness yes, question? Go ahead. It's actually quite an interesting one. So there's so many people who wrote in and I think it's, they've asked a question and they've kind of answered it themselves in a weird way. You'll get what I mean. Okay. Can you give me some top tips to do a lean bulk? But I don't want to gain any body fat. Okay. 
So give me some tips on a lean bulk. However, I do not yep. want to gain any body fat is uh, what they have stated. Let's start straight, straight away. You're, you're going to gain <coughs> body fat whenever you're doing or adding muscle tissue. It's kind of one of those, pink, those things that comes package and parcel with it. Mm-hmm. Hand in hand. That was literally... It's like saying, it's, it's kind, it's kind of like saying, I'm going to go for a piss up, but I don't want a hangover. It's going to come. That's me. Yeah. I think I've got a phobia of hangovers though. It's going to come with it anyway. Obviously you can control it a lot more. It doesn't have to be like when you see people talking about bulks and stuff, and this is the thing within fitness, especially kind of in early bodybuilder years and the, the bodybuilder community is that everyone's looking at these dirty bulks that predominantly run in correlation with winter so people do a, a dirty bulk in winter where they'll just get huge just, just describe a dirty bulk yeah i'm going i'm going to swallow huge consumptions <laughs> of food so there was this guy in the gym where i used to go to own the gym and this was like when i was 16 17 so this is what everyone used to do when I, you also did dirty bulks yeah yeah but this is what i mean you it's a learned learned behavior isn't it mm-hmm. so i'd go in and he'd be making a protein shake in the gym just finish the workout in a bin bag yeah don't he know. was wearing a bin bag. Yeah. Get a coat. What do you mean? What? What do you mean get a coat? Just like if you want to wear it's extra not layers. Cold. He's yeah, trying to sweat more. Just wear a hoodie. Or wear wear Right. Regardless, both ideas are terrible. Yeah. So I walk in and he's got a blender on the side. One of those proper old blenders you stuff at the gym. It's probably never been washed properly. Stick stinks worse than my knee sleeves. <laughs> and he puts in there like whole milk, about four scoops of weight gainer, two donuts. Half a dozen eggs. In a... In a... Yeah. Cream. Oh, I love and, cream, but not that. And a Mars bar. So these, this is kind of like the pinnacle of dirty bulking. There's no need for that. Absolutely, that's disgusting. No but that's the thing that people think that they need to do is have these big mass shakes and be eating every every hour to put size on. And there's no real bridging point between being in a deficit and doing like a cutting period and then a bulking period. There's no bridge in that gap. People just hop from yo-yo from one to the other. It's basically yo-yo dieting, but people like the term it, cutting and bulking. There's no bridge period in between, which allows your metabolic rate to kind of settle, which allows you to have some breathing space, which allows you to transition from one to the other about the extreme in the middle. You don't need to go that high in calories. It's pointless. You're going to add unnecessary body fat, which you're then going to have to take off. It takes a long time to take off and takes a long process to take off as well. And the, the amount of muscle tissue that you'll probably put on within that period won't differ than if you just do it a little bit more controlled and what your weight fluctuating up and down because people who have weight fluctuations tend to emotionally ha- um, respond negatively. So I don't think it does anything for people's physical or mental health from having those big wide ranges and changes in, in weight within such a sh- short period of time. And you just don't need to do it. So my tips would be to, if you're coming out to like a cutting period or you're in a maintenance f- phase, is even a cutting period just come up to just below maintenance and then just bring up slightly gradually each time you don't really need to go any higher than i don't think than 10 percent over over maintenance like you you can add a good amount a good amount of muscle tissue at maintenance calories or slightly just above you don't need to go massively over and that's the thing that people don't realize you don't need to shoot massively over but it's especially with I don't know the term like lean bulk, dirty bulk. They're kind of like marketing tactics as well because you're still bulking. Dirty bulk is very like bodybuilder wording, isn't it? Like you literally just get the calories in. You don't really care how much fat you put on. And then a lean bulk, as you said, you're you're just in a really, really, really small surplus. So mm. you could be at maintenance, 
But doing a lean bulk, obviously you're not whacking, like that example that you just gave of whatever smoothie, I wouldn't even call that a smoothie, I'd just call it a shit mix. That I hate, like a dirty pint. That's literally like a dirty pint, isn't it? Where the people pour the alcohol and egg whites and you have to drink it. And that's one of the really important things. If any word associated with the word bulk, you're going to put on a little bit of fat. You just are. If not, you'd, you'd have to be in deficit. And it's understanding that that's okay to put a little bit of body fat on. Your weight is going to fluctuate. It'll go up and down. But to build muscle, that's just one of those things you've got to do. I don't. It's got really poor connotations, I think, the word bulk. It could just be a muscle gaining phase and then a cutting yeah. phase. But I thought that was a really important question because I knew the first thing you would say is well, you are going to gain some level of body fat. I've, I've done it loads of times. When I was a kid, <laughs> when I was like 15, 16, obviously when my metabolic rate's going through the roof, I had to just I was just swallowing pizzas and, and weight gaining shakes <laughs> to try and get it in. But then it came to a certain point when I reached a certain age where <laughs> I didn't need to. I was just like a pie in the end. I was speaking to Joe Fraser the other week. He's got that period now, I think, with with his age where he just used to swallow loads of food, shakes, whatever, and he could mm. get away with it. And then now it's got to the point where like, he's got to be a little bit more careful of it. The other thing you've got to think of is like when you're doing dirty bulk stuff and eating and swallowing back loads of food, one, cost. Yeah. Two, you're kind of emotional response to putting on a lot of weight quickly. And three, is like your hair, your skin. When you have those kind of foods, you just get greasy and minging. Yeah, because realistically, if you are trying to cane in the calories, you go for more calorie-dense food. So you do go for the oily-ass mm -hmm. cheesy pizza. You don't go for the chicken avocado salad because you're not getting as many calories in. So that's such a true point. Mm -hmm. You just don't feel the best. I've never done a dirty bulk, and I wouldn't really recommend people to do dirty bulks because it's just a little bit unmaintainable. I think that's, again, not really our audience anyway. That's very bodybuilder, which is why I think the question was... Um, yeah. A lean bulk. Me and my mate used to go for a Mackey's every Wednesday after leg day. Why? Just as part of the ritual. Bulk in, leg day. We'll go and get two double Big Macs and then share a box of 20 chicken nuggets. And that's what we'd do after train legs. It's just like one of those things, bro session. And also during the session, we would rip ourselves apart. Like to the point where I would be, I could get off the leg press and happily pass out. We'd do set after set after set after set. And then bang, McDonald's, put the calories away. Do you know what I wonder? I wonder if I met you when you were 16. <laughs> if we'd be together. Why? Because if I saw you like doing leg press, like screaming and grunting and sweating and then like passing out, I'd be like, oh, that's not what she's doing. I probably... You'd be like, oh, look at this. Like, I wonder what's in his pants. <laughs> But I met you at a bit of a different stage in your life also anyway. Like a, also like a cube. Well, you were very large. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was, was only, really attracted to that. That was only two years ago, wasn't it, Cal? Can, can we put it up on screen? Yeah, well, we're going back five years, yeah. I think, when we first met. But I was very attracted to you as soon as I met you. No, Ben Ben sent me a photo yesterday. I'll put it on screen now. He you looks look great. like... A Marvel I character. don't look great. I look I look like a blob. Absolutely. So th this was again like my calories were significantly higher here. Well, they're probably around the same. Lockdown. Yeah, but my output was way less. So this is the thing, like, even though my calories are only slightly higher, obviously I'm running a lot more, so my 
output was less. I looked like a cube. I was just I was just weight training. I was training with Cal from Muscle Mentor, so everything was geared around absolutely optimizing the amount of tissue that I could put on in a set period of time. Tempo work, basically. Tempo work. Like, everything was perfect for bodybuilding. I was just like a cube. I mean, it's probably quite good we were training at home in Mazzy HQ because your sessions would take so long because you're like one two three four by the time you've done one set i've done four i'd enjoy those sessions yeah you, you were you were really good they're great especially because we didn't have access to a proper gym so being able to create How, what do you mean there. well we, we didn't have access to pure gyms or you know yes but we had we had the marquee in the back garden like literally that was Mazzy such a good HQ. setup in London. Yeah. just the, the marquee outside of Oh, I remember being so stressed about that marquee. I, I hear PDs blowing away. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't think I've RDL'd. No, literally, RDL's. Insanely yeah. heavy for me. It was very good times. Like, we'd go into that tent and it would be like, we're in the zone. Like, we're in Mazzy HQ. Mm-hmm. Meg loved it. I worked out with Megan and it was just a bit of a wild time. But yeah, Mazzy HQ obviously went into... um administration is that what it's called administration, administration. <laughs> yeah. it had to close down because obviously we moved out and we couldn't leave that with there yeah and the most embarrassing thing with mazzy hq there was the fucking roof flew off <laughs> and do you remember the neighbor <laughs> the neighbor followed us on instagram and the top got, of the she, tent no i remember i was doing a workout inside one day <sighs> and the neighbor walked around to the with house the tent. with the top of the tent <laughs> she's like is this yours uh, I was like, I was going to message you on Instagram. I was like, I'm so glad you didn't because I'm mortified that you just bought the top of our... It was when it was yeah. really stormy though. Mm. Anyway, away from Mazzy HQ. The second question what is actually... What do you mean? I've got my question. I thought you had no questions. But one question. I'll, I've just been ticking around on Twitter, so... Okay. Um, could you go into more detail of heart rate zones? Just keep it, keep it I had the brief. exact same question. Okay, she probably asked you on me then. I didn't put it on my probably notes. Probably asked you first because no one gives a shit about me. So, is this heart rate zones with running? Yeah. I'm thinking about anyway. Okay, so you have four different heart rate zones. Zone one, zone two, We're zone five. three, zone four. Oh, five anaerobic, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, I never get up to that stage. My heart rate doesn't go that high. So zone one Maybe is... sprinting. Yeah. I only just touched it the other day, though, when I did that thing, which I really have to be maxing. Anyway, zone one is recovery. Super easy. Zone two is aerobic base. Zone three is tempo. Zone four is lactate threshold. And then zone five is anaerobic where you're at 90% of your heart rate. So it'll go from 55% in zone one, which is, I mean, just above a walk Mm -hmm. or even a walk. Anaerobic is you are sprinting or I say sprinting because that's the best example. And you're literally maxing out and you can't go for very long. That's a really important thing. I have to go above 185, 190, which I don't really get to ever and one of the most important things with your heart rate zones is obviously you really need to work on zone two and zone three to build your aerobic capacity people always say to us how do you practice running longer how do i run faster you need to work on your aerobic capacity the best way to do it is do aerobic runs or aerobic sport so working in zone two i don't actually i just know my zones i don't actually know how you work out your I know they're percentages. So do you do them as percentages off, off your... Or are they percentages of your max heart rate? The zones that you're running in? Mm. Yeah, it's... Zone one's 55%. Zone two, 65, 80, 85, 90. You'd work it out off your max heart rate, Work it you? out off your max heart rate. Because I just know mine off by heart now. But I think it's important that you should be hitting 
a variety of zone one to zone yeah, five. Obviously, they, they're all going to be based off age, weight, sex, height. Oh, oh my God, 100%. Fitness ability. Variables. Yeah, yeah. Because um, mine's completely different to a lot of people's. My resting heart rate is super low. My maximal heart rate gets quite high. But I think that's the most important thing we can say to people is work on zone two. Well, depending on what your goals are, you're going to be working in different different zones. So if you're a marathon runner, you're going to spend a lot of time between like zone one, two, three, um, yeah, four, four if you do some speed interval stuff. Yeah. And then if you're going to do something like fast 5Ks or you're trying to PB 5Ks, you're obviously going to be working into some of the, the higher zones of or staying around zone Zone four. Zone four, maybe zone five. Maybe zone push. five. And obviously sprinters are going to be a lot in in zone five. He's doing real high intense um, ballistic work. And to get better at zone four, zone four and zone, <laughs> zone four and zone five, you need to work on zone two and zone three mm-hmm. and zone one. Yeah. It can't just be go off and sprint and get to your anaerobic because you'll burn out after like 30 seconds. Because mm-hmm. people say to me, how can you go faster for longer? I'm like, it's all about your zone two heart rate. So you work on it. Where are your easy runs based? Zone one and zone two. Mm-hmm. Not really zone one because, I mean, my heart rate would have to be 128. And I'm like, I mean, it can be. I did do some ultra runs at 128 heart rate and I felt like I was walking. I'd say zone two. You, you pretty much want to stay in zone yeah. two. And obviously to work out your easy runs, you can use the math what? 180 method, which is where you just take uh, 180 minus your age Mm -hmm. and that's what gives you that i think there's a similar question that came from someone around she was a little bit older which meant her heart rate had to be super low Mm -hmm. um and she was struggling a little bit with that i think it is quite it's a bit demotivating at the start when you first start working on heart remember when we first started doing our heart rates were still really high it will get better though if you stick to it it gets easier again again use it as what was the term i said last time use it to as guidance not governance i rudely interrupt this podcast to tell you a little bit more about today's sponsors which is fabletics men as you can probably see i've got the um fabletics it's the new tracksuit that they just brought out the baby blue one lucy actually compliments me on this because she says how beautiful it makes my skin look this is one of the tracksuits you can also get as part of the vip membership which will give you 80 percent off i've actually only just ripped the tag off this one because it is brand new and the hoodie itself costs 84 pounds if you buy it at full price but if you are part of the vip membership you will get it at 80 percent off you can also pick up on the vip membership any two pairs of shorts for 24 pound which is fantastic and you can do so via the link in the description or the youtube channel you will also be taken through to a little mini quiz which will take a minute to fill in just please choose my name on how you found the website and how you chose fabletics and enjoy the rest of the podcast. I had a question. Yeah. And it kind of followed on from my other one, but not really. And we've done a whole podcast episode on this, which we can recommend people to. What this is just a very blunt question as well. What are your thoughts and opinions on steroids? Fucking love him. Not joking. Um <laughs> I tell you in what capacity? Your thoughts and opinions on steroids. It's quite a quite a wide question. That like, Do, sh- shall I give you my little answer first? Yeah, just because then I can put it in the context. Mm-hmm. So I basically said I don't agree with them or like them for the perspective of getting ahead. So cheating in sport, getting ahead in certain different things. 
However, I understand the likes of testosterone given to people medically who have low levels of testosterone. Same with, I'm assuming there's something that might be given as well medically. Mm -hmm. I understand that. What I will never agree with, which is why I pro bodybuilders who are on steroids, I'm just like, well, <laughs> I, I can't vibe with it. As I said to you previously, I, I was brought up in sport where it was just solely classed as cheating. And that's how I see it. So I don't really like them. So if we're talking about it in terms of health and fitness and people taking gear to get bigger, which is essentially, I think, what the question was relating to, mm. people can do whatever the fuck they want to do. If people want to take steroids, cocaine, weed, whatever it is, people people can do what they want to do, I suppose, as long as they're doing it safely. That, safely that, is a big that's thing. That's up, up to them. Um, which is which is part of the problem with the fitness industry is that there's a lot of misguidance around it and people shouldn't be telling people doses and different things to take because it's just not healthy. And that's that's where I first dabbled in steroids when I was young, when I was like 17, 18, because there's guys at an old school bodybuilding gym who were like, try this Anadrol, which is like one of the most toxic steroids you can take. What's Anadrol? Very, very, very potent uh, uh, androgen-based steroid, yes. Really, really strong. Is that the one bulls have? I think it's used used to, to treat cancer patients for putting on weight. So when I was like 17, I ballooned. Like, my dad was sitting in a, a science class and my shirt was like... Yeah, I was huge off it. I've just looked it up. So apparently it's... Uh specifically used to treat when people have hiv and aids and mm. they have like what's called hiv wasting syndrome where yeah. they lose tons of weight after they get aids it's wow. used to make them like gain weight and gain yeah. muscle but if you're healthy it's probably just going to make you massive yeah i put on tons of weight from it um but again didn't really understand they didn't really know what it was and this is part of the issue and then the the thing that obviously we discussed with greg duchette is that kind of fake natty debate of people coming out and saying i'm categorically not on steroids when we quite often or we know there's people in the fitness industry who are taking gear and not admitting it and then the issue with that is then that other people another young impressionable males are looking up to those people thinking that they can attain that level of physique mm -hmm. naturally and then they start blaming themselves that they're not getting there and not understanding this person is taking potentially mass amounts of anabolic steroids and that's that's part of the issue for me it's not it's not people taking it because people can do whatever they want to do with their bodies obviously i'd like people to do it safely mm. and get the right advice from the right people derek more plates more dates he's got a great channel around steroids and the greg duchette talks about it quite a lot which because at the end of the day people are going to do it whether you like it or not so that's why it's better that people get the correct advice around it and do it safely rather than them kind of be like pushed to the side in the darkness and feel like they can't speak about it. I think it's better people speak about it and then they get the proper advice because they're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I still always struggle with? I, because I get told that I'm on steroids mm. to look the way that I do. And I'm like, I started sport when I was like four. I've, I'm very athletic. I will always look like the way that I do. I think sometimes when people throw the comment around quite easily, and it's always guys who seem to say it to me, it kind of, I still get really frustrated because it, in a way, because obviously I'm not, it diminishes your level of hard work to an extent. And I don't like biting back at those comments, but sometimes I do because I'm like, no, because I work hard. And I don't know how to get the point across to those sort of people. Because I got asked it yesterday, which is why I put it on today. I was just like, no, I just work really hard. I think you take things to heart way too much, Stella. But if you were told every day by people 
oh, you must be on steroids to look the way that you do. It instantly diminishes your hard work a little bit. Yeah, it is hard. But I was saying to Carl today this about like how obviously we've never lived in this time where people are open to or people are receiving negative comments so frequently and in such high volume and then the human brain have to deal with it. There's never been a point in history where humans have had to deal with that. It's not built into our mm. DNA to have that as a coping mechanism. So I understand why sometimes you may take it to heart. But at the end of the day, I think the best way to look at it is look where that person's coming from. It's it's just a very jealous comment because all it does is deflect from them the responsibility that they can get that way or they can be in that kind of shape because it's it protects their ego because they don't have to they don't have to put any effort into getting there because it's kind of like that's not attainable that's just completely off the radar what's achievable naturally so it means oh it's okay because i can then use this to deflect the responsibility that i would need to take to uphold a physique like that it's very true i don't always look at it in that way because i just get a little bit hard especially in the moment we're we're emotional beings but it's probably more so I've put on 3.5 kilograms since the ultra. Yeah. I knew I'd pack muscle back on easily, which is why I wasn't that bothered when I lost it. I can put it, I just, that's how I've always been since like the age of 12. Mm -hmm. So I think in my head, I knew I'd start getting those comments again, but that's true. I quite like that. It just deflects it off, off of them. Mm -hmm. Did you want my next question? This is actually the last question I had. And I actually thought it was a nice it was just a nice question because it's kind of coming into the winter months officially in two days. Actually, mm-hmm. summer is over on the 23rd is of September. Really? I'm actually not asked at all. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm so here for the pumpkin spice lattes yeah. and and the gingerbread lattes at Christmas and the Christmas wreaths and the Christmas trees and the decorations and Santa. It's well exciting, isn't it? I fucking love Christmas. <laughs> I love Christmas. When I started seeing the Christmas cards in the shops, I was like, oh, maybe I should put my tree up soon. No, fucking no chance. Any, no, I only put it up in December. That's criminal. You can't do it before. End of November is fine. Yeah. I okay, end of November. Well, we we couldn't the past couple of years because we were away. Have I, just quickly, have I told you guys that Andrea's family has had a Christmas tree up for the last two and a half years in their lounge? Why? Because they just didn't take it down. Last two is is it like they love Christmas that much or it's just the yeah, con- convenience? Just, yeah, I think the convenience of it just didn't take it down. I think a few people do that. It's that the not, weirdest Does that not take away from the magic though? Yeah, like... I think it does definitely. 100%. Yeah, because you, you spend a day decorating the tree, getting all the decorations down. Because you know what some people do? They're just hilarious. They keep it decorated and wrap it in cling film. Put it up. That is criminal. In the attic and then bring it down and just de-wrap it. Who, who, where do you keep your tree, Carl? So we've got a hench tree. We've got like a 13-foot tree yeah. because we've got massive lounge. Um, and it's just very much in a, a box in the cupboard, like under the stairs. Yeah, Ours is in the attic. Yeah, yeah. we don't have an attic, so Ours, is, mon- Ours sure. is was like, oh, I got one with like built-in snow, didn't I? And that was a shit mare. Got everywhere. I might, I might actually change trees this year. I don't want to get into gender roles, but isn't it weird that like e- even in my house when we for Christmas, my dad would go up in the loft pull a tree down and my mum would de- decorate it. I, in our house now, go up in the loft, pull a tree down, you decorate it. Yeah, but we decorate it together. I you kind were of, of watched were... from a distance. But... Yeah, because you kept just... We were going for a colour theme. <laughs> we were going for a colour theme last year of like white and green. And Ben was just throwing on the pink decorations, the red... 
So I, every time he put something on, I had to take it down. <laughs> we were going for a color theme. Do you mean you were going for a color yeah. theme? Yes, Cal. The color uh, theme Cal. was white and I've green. I've had no say in my own wedding. Do you think I had any say in how we decorated <laughs> no, the Christmas actually, tree? No, actually, you have had a say in the wedding. I will what, show so, okay, you. I've had a say in what suit I am wearing on the day. That was the, uh, that was the one thing I actually got to choose. No, there was just, we basically, I don't want to give it away, but we have a color theme for the wedding. I don't know what it is, by the way. No, yeah, you joke. do. No, I've I shown you the Pinterest board, which most people have a color theme. And I I like planning events. Not that the wedding is an event, but it's kind of like an event. Like you have to contact the suppliers and talk to them. And it is like an event. So I've enjoyed doing the whole process and designing mm-hmm. things. So if I show you something... I think you just kind of agree, but you're coming to all the food tasting and the cake Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm coming to the wedding. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, glad I got, <laughs> like, I'm glad I got an invite anyway. Maybe I should give you a separate invite just be like, on this day, make sure you turn up yeah. at this time. Sorry, we're completely off the topic of the question. No, I got too excited fine. about Christmas. Yeah, well. The last I'm, question. I hope I get invited to Christmas dinner. You will be. My own wedding. And I'd like to be at my own birthday. That was okay as well. And can you you can pencil me in for those? Yeah, and Brilliant. the birth of your first child. I'll, oh, yeah, that'll be I'll, ideal. Yeah. I'll let you know when yeah. I'm about to pop. If I'm not there, just zoom me. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like a PA, aren't I? Yeah. Just make sure you attend the birth of your child. Not that I'm pregnant, by the way, guys. That was just a passing comment. Okay, the last question. Tips of running in the winter months. Don't do it. <laughs> Fuck it off, mate. It's not worth a hassle. <laughs> no, I'm The reason I asked it, because I think we're going to be doing it and a lot of people yeah, will I'll be. Yeah, redu- I'll be reducing mileage and I'll be reducing volume, I think. How much by? Have you decided? I'll do a couple of 10Ks a week, maybe. You're not going to do anything a bit more? Maybe every now and again if I feel like it. I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to have any real structure. I'm just going to kind of go with how I feel with it. Because um, mm. after the marathon, I think I want to try and do a bit more strength stuff again, put on a bit of muscle tissue, tra- change the program up. And so the thing I'll do is like I've explained to people before with kind of the hybrid approach. It's like a scale you can move up and down and depending on what you've got on it, what goals you have. I've got the London Marathon in two weeks. Whoop, whoop. So um, also uh, there's a marathon program coming on the micro school. We'll leave the link in the description for you to check that out. It is called the Muscle Marathon, and it is for people who wish to try their their first marathon. So it's not for for people to going to potentially be it there's the different scales in terms of where you're up to and running and the premise of it is for people who are lifters or people who want to hold on to muscle tissue but also try running or try pushing themselves further into running doing the marathon it's for those type of people who want to continue a, a lifting regime alongside the running i might be trying that program as well mm, i mean that's I brilliant. Have it, yeah i've really enjoyed it with the running i still have two goals that I want to achieve this year, but I've set them a little bit high. But that's what I'm going to do with my running. So I want to hit a half PB and a 10K PB. But that's one of the things when it gets colder and we really struggled last year. We weren't running lows last Christmas, but it was really slippy. Do you remember we we went out on some runs and we couldn't really run because the roads were so slippy. Sorry, the pavement. And if you went onto the road, the cars would just honk you. And I don't really get that. Are you obviously cyclists? Absolutely, they're basically a car. If you're a runner, can you run on the road? Carl, can you run on the road as a runner? I know that sounds weird, but we got really honked at and I was like, we can't run on the pavement because it's slippy. I think it was just... Older mature women honking me on the road because I was running past in my short shorts. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> Definitely wasn't that. Was not that. Pedestrians have a right to walk or run along the road, particularly if there aren't any pavements. 
Uh, so yeah, you're absolutely fine. The roads belong to all road users, not just those on four wheels. Okay. Maybe what a good idea would be is to take your license plate off and just stick it to your back. Okay, so so actual legit tips. <laughs> Carl's dead. Wear gloves. I definitely get some running gloves and try and get the ones that are reflective because in winter. All right, none. No, because in winter when it gets a bit darker, especially if you're running at night or even early in the morning, it's quite dark. I actually like those singy gloves from... Free train. Free train, yeah. Yeah. Get some gloves. Even like a little head thing where your ears are covered because your ears get really cold. Why are you laughing at me? Because you're just going to go out like an absolute... Warm person running. Yes, I am. I'm going to be nice and toasty. Wear a zipper, wear a jacket, wear a little proof. Don't wear too much because you will get quite hot. Um... But I think wrapping up and dressing appropriately, as we've established there, you can run on the road, but be very careful not to get hit by a car. The thing that I actually really enjoyed that I did a couple of times last winter was nighttime running, putting the head towards on, just going on. I loved it, you know. know. It is silent. I could just hear my feet. Not that I was doing tap dancing, but that was my feet running. I wonder why I'm so scared of doing that on my own. I think it's that whole stigma about women being in the dark on their own. Come for a night run with me then. Yeah, I can know. I'm trying, I'm trying to think about the people who yeah, yeah might I completely have to understand do it after that. Work Obviously, that, that's dark. one of the privileges that I have is that as a male, I, I've never like laced up my running shoes and gone out and thought about being attacked. Whereas I know a, a lot of women have had that due to mate that people mainly being attacked on runs or after hours or has, whatever. It's, it's predominantly males on females. Yeah. I mean, it's quite a scare. Someone actually asked me when I was, because I used to be out for hours on my own. I'd always go out in the day or the morning, but it never really crossed my mind. So one of the good things is that Strava has is Strava Beacon. Mm. And you can set that up to a any individual. It could be your mum, your dad, your partner, a friend. And that will track you all the way through a run. So if you don't feel particularly safe going out or you just want people to know where you're at, uh, people can track you all the way through through the run and it will te- it will send them a text message at the start of the run i think and tell you tell them you've set off yeah very very good idea i mean someone actually suggested to me to carry pepper spray but i just don't feel the need to carry pepper spray but then again it's like that's coming from perspective we live in chester and it's i yeah. would say it's quite a nice area it's also quite illegal in the uk to carry pepper spray so don't do that <laughs> yeah. is it illegal yeah, okay allowed. maybe in america is it maybe not illegal no. in america some, some states it's it, like most states in america it's fine and maybe Canada. an american person messaged me um yeah i wouldn't suggest that anyway though i think it's quite a strange thing depending on where you live i think it's quite different with the running but yeah the the winter running tips is definitely clothing be careful on your feet and potentially if it's like really cold and frosted over don't run and go on a treadmill I know it's not always ideal to run a treadmill, especially you have a slightly longer run. But if the roads are ridiculously slipping, you can't run anyway without the probability of injury. Mm. I know I hate treadmill running, but maybe just go on a treadmill as well. Someone asked me a really weird question on one of the YouTube (laughs) channels. Have you ever got a bone on whilst running? What? Have you? No. I don't know how that Who's going for a run and getting an erection? I've got so turned on. Fucking this run's fucking getting me really horny. I'm going to get an erection. And also the blood supply is going everywhere else but the peni. But with the peni... (laughs) You don't have to repeat what I'm saying. Guys wake up with morning glory. Yeah, but they're not running. But do they wake up because they've had like a raunchy dream or do you just wake up with it? Both, probably. Both. Both. I was just trying to think of it in a sport perspective if you're like pushing yourself and exerting some sort of, but it's just between your legs, isn't it? So it's. <laughs> I don't know, Ben, maybe you can back me up here, but 
there is no point during a 24 hour period where my penis is smaller than when I'm training in yeah. the gym. Uh, yeah. Absolute, like nothing to show. Yeah. I thought really? if, 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 if someone probably saw me from like, if so, if, have you got, have you ever seen the, the Thor scene where in the new Ragnarok he gets, it's like, and he's naked after it. If someone did that to me in the gym and they didn't see my face, they'd think, why is that woman naked in the gym? Because <laughs> I've just gone so far in because I'm so fucking blood supplies to my chest, my arms and stuff. It would look like a JJ. Well, that's interesting. I was just curious because uh, I don't... I saw a really weird TikTok, you know. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say I saw a really weird Willie the other day. I was going to say, where? <laughs> I've obviously not Explain seen... Explain yourself because obvious... you're digging yourself deeper and deeper. <laughs> obviously not. No, somebody on TikTok... I think TikTok's a very strange place. But someone... It was, it was a woman training talking about how she can orgasm in the gym. How? I don't know. I don't know if it's the thought of exerting yourself. I know what Carl's going to say now, by the way. I already know what he's going to say. Oh, I told you the story. Okay. I have a very one. relevant story. Go. A friend of mine who shall remain nameless had this in the gym. He was on leg extensions. He. 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 Okay. I swear to God this right, happened. Well, okay. So he has trained himself. Okay, this is very graphic. But when he has sex, he tenses his quads. Oh, my God. And the connection... While he was on leg extension, I swear to God, in university, it meant that he came. So, <laughs> what? so he's he's basically built no, a connection just, to his brain. Yeah, what yeah, was Mo yeah. talking about last week where you build those neuroplasticity? neuroplasticity. He'd created. Did he have a towel? Yeah, yeah, he just got up and, you know, but very strange. And he, he was just like absolutely balls to the wall exerting himself on leg extensions. So it's just like leg extensions, super set of cum shots. That's yeah, what the provider was. Wow crazy that is intense imagine imagine how embarrassing that is in, in the gym by the way oh, he was mortified okay you ready for why are you putting your hands up because i'm just announcing that i have a statistic exercise induced orgasms are a real thing about 10 percent of women and eight percent of men have reported experiencing corgasms what's corgasms obviously must be when you tense your core or oh, you get like I'm, this is this is a new thing for me you know wait, wait, i'm gonna certain... I'm, I'm next week tiktok is gonna be gaingasms everywhere <laughs> certain exercises are more likely to trigger them particularly ones that stress the ab muscles like hanging reg ladies or pull-ups <laughs> join to tell you where you're not getting one by the way <laughs> fucking 45 degree hypers cal back me up <sighs> my god hey pull-ups though i do pull-ups like every day i've never experienced this before uh, i this morning crushed my testicles <laughs> into oblivion <laughs> on the 45 degree hypers i was in agony i felt like i was gonna throw up yeah there's literally articles on it. Right, I could imagine people getting it a little bit in hip thrust because it's like... No. Why? You could not get that in hip thrust because you're literally... I think more so when you do hip thrust and you go that heavy, you'd rather wet yourself than have an orgasm. As a guy, though, that's the kind of like the natural position though, isn't it? That's the, that's the missionary. Oh, the guy was doing it. Yeah. With a, with a weight on top of you. I could, like, I can't imagine that. Most people suggest it's kind of like the ab exercises. Ab exercises, I mean, really? Wow, I've never experienced it. And if you if you're bold enough to experience you've had a corgasm, please comment on the YouTube. Wonder, I'm very intrigued by that. I wonder whole if process. it's because as well, testosterone is high during those periods of when you're lifting and stuff as well. Even for women as well, your testosterone will increase when you're lifting, would it not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well females do have testosterone as well, so Wow. Sorry. Sorry, whoever else. Oh, you know what you sound like then. What's that thing is? Wow. Ah. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note. Who's seen the video, Carl, we can pop it up as well, of the girl who literally pisses buckets every time she deadlifts. 
That was quite I yeah. Pop the video up on screen, Carl, because this this there's this um strong I think she's a strong woman or she's power powerlifter, power and every time she deadlifts, piss Heavy. just pours out. I, and I think, like, obviously she had some negative comments on it and she kind of just embraced it because she's not, I don't think she's doing it on purpose. Apparently it happens to a small percentage of people that mm. they just, I think they can't control their bladder. Yeah. And pee just, it's like uncontrollable amounts of piss just pour when she's Yeah, because you don't really know why that happens to her specifically. Because when I first saw it, I was like, you need, you need to probably clean that up, and but again, she probably yeah. does clean it up. It's not, it's not her fault that it's happening. Yeah. Could be like if she does powerlifting meet, it could be like a a defense mechanism. Oh, like a person's on the platform. They'd obviously clean it up though. No, I no, mean, I'm I joking. did see that video, and I held back from making my own judgment before I understood. Is there any science on that, Cal? Like, in, well, say science or any Google shit relating to people pissing whilst exerting themselves to like a maximum capacity. How many times have you nearly shit yourself squatting though? Never. Anyone else? Kyle, please tell me. I'm sorry, mate. I've not had that. <laughs> You've nearly shit yourself squatting. How? Because <laughs> when? No, okay, so I've I've had rephrase. I've had like I've had anal grapes pop up from. Oh my god! <laughs> that's no. worse. Why is that so worse? Much worse? How is anal grapes? Because I worse? haven't so actually pooped. What are they actually pants? called? They're called anal grapes. Hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. People get hemorrhoids from bodybuilding all the time. Lucy, I'm with you on that. That's weird. Why is that weird? Because you just said like me nearly pooping my pants. You're, yeah. Like yours is not worse. Okay. Mine is uncontrollable. That once mine's uncontrollable. I didn't actually poo my pants. I'm just talking about sometimes when you squat and brace. Yeah. Like so apparently, peeing while deadlifting also refer also referred to as urinary stress incontinence because when there's increased pressure buildup in the abdomen, often okay. due to high physical exertion. I mean, I can relate to that. Do you guys remember when I first tried sumo deadlift with you guys? In <laughs> no, we no, Carl. We were speaking about this this morning. Oh my god, we were we were not even at max exertion, Carl. We were warming up on yeah, sumo deadlift, hundred kilo, and like fine. <laughs> and Carl goes, "I've been shot. I fuck it. I've been shot. I've been no, shot." No. You need to set the scene. We were all doing sumo deadlifts. I think I wasn't even participating. I was just watching. And Carl walks over to the bar and does one sumo deadlift, and then having drops never done it before it, in my life grabs his side and runs <laughs> to the mirror and we I just watch him gone. no no we weren't laughing yet we were concerned so we watched and Carl's like I think I've got a hernia and then he he, <laughs> he like pulled your top up <laughs> and we're just like Lucy am I, it's like something's sticking out am I bleeding and I was like <laughs> <laughs> no but then he looked out the window like some of those like shooter or sniper was hanging out the window and just shot him I was concerned for my well-being I wonder it was awful. what happened there I think so I think I have like a, a slightly weak abdominal wall in the very lower part of my uh, abdomen and whenever I do any kind of like it happens with bent over rows it happens with deadlifts happens with RDLs whatever sometimes it like hurts but that was the first time it happened I was stressed awful does anyone anyone want to hear cal and max exertion on bench press by the way i've created this funny tic- am i just the joke of my i created this funny yes. video this morning on tiktok and it's cal max not on bench press but wait till you hear this noise ready i don't think it was actually that bad i think because the mic's so close <laughs> I think the mic was like pressed into your neck, but yeah, sorry that um that 
the whole thing with Lanzarote was hilarious. Yeah. It was. It's not. It wasn't funny oh, at the time, God. but then after it happened, we were just all we couldn't contain ourselves. Whew. But I have finished my questions. I'm so okay. sorry for the person who asked tips for running in winter yeah. because we <laughs> You've got it all today. You got it all. You got um. You got corgasms. Yeah. Corgasms. Please do comment if you've ever had a corgasm. Like I think it's. I think I'm quite fascinated. Eight percent of people. We should have like eight percent of people. Eight percent of guys and ten percent of women. Yeah. Okay, I was just scrolling through uh, Twitter. Oh. Basically, I thought there's there's there's, a, there's different pages who like kind of come up with confessions. Um, so I'm gonna read some of them. We'll basically respond to them. <laughs> Ready? I want you both to listen to these. <laughs> I lick the earbud bit of my AirPods Pros before I put them in my ears. It creates a nice slippy seal and it feels nice. What do we think about that? I mean, depends how waxy your ears are. It's gross, yeah. but it depends how waxy your ears are. Are they licking wax or are they licking AirPods? They're licking the AirPods, which I'm guessing have got wax on. That's gross. Wax yeah, on? Fucking disgusting. Wax off. Absolutely no idea. Just get a get a cloth or dab it with water. Yeah, I agree. Or just don't do either. Just put them in your ear. It's fucking minging to me. That. I mean, ear wax t- t- tastes disgusting. Yeah. What do you mean, Ben? <laughs> Don't act like you've yeah. not tried it. If you've ever tongued someone's ear, it fucking tastes horrible. You always do wet willies on me, which yeah, I think that's is my a very finger. Yeah, but I always say that's a very strange thing to do because then my wax is just on your finger. Okay. Go on. I'm ready. Uh okay. My girl has always fantasized about sleeping with her professor. <laughs> she says it's just it just gets her going fast forward a couple of days. I call her bending over backwards for her professor. And worst thing is, they didn't even stop. Best believe i never seen her again. Oh, my God. So, yeah, you've... Well, even weird that you'd kind of say, like, you have that fancy about your current professor. Like, it's not even like a... Like, if you have a fancy, maybe, like, anime or characters, your literal professor, and then he's got you bent over. So you've cheated on your partner. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, I, I mean... What's she doing for grades? Like professor, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I didn't think that's kind of like one of those stories that people would tell as like a long lost fantasy, but it's actually yeah. happened in real, real life. Yeah, really strange. Okay, I haven't read, I haven't got any of these prepared by the way, so I'm just kind of trying to pick some out. <laughs> you won't get that one. Sorry. Why? Give it a go. Cal might get it. Okay. My girlfriend bought me flowers for my birthday and acted like it meant a lot, but I binned it when, when I got home. I asked for FIFA 23, not flowers. Do I look like fucking Hauntage Marsh? Aww, <laughs> flowers are a nice sentiment, though. Uh, are they, though? I love getting flowers off you. Okay, let me try and compare what this is similar to. But, but you always get me flowers, and it's wonderful, and it's um, very special. And I put them in a vase. Yeah, but... It's like buying me. It's like me buying you. I'd appreciate anything you buy me back. No. Maybe it's like you buying me an Xbox. The <laughs> fucking bit pushing the bar, isn't it? Um, or you buying me like a like um a prank piece of poo, which you've done I before. You before. That was ridiculous. But that's what it's like. Yeah, prank piece of poo, and I was like, get get it away. Very not a good present. No, it's definitely not. Next one, please. 
Okay. What else have we got? They're they're quite university based. What what have you had? What have you had to tweet tweet? What do search to look for these on Twitter? Oh my god, these are people's confessions. I had sex with three guys in a row when I was meant to be in class. They still don't know themselves till they still don't know themselves till date. I missed one test, so I went to meet the lecturer and gave him head. <gasps> he said. A boy's mouth should feel so good that it's a crime. I got an A in that course. I wonder how common it is to sleep with your like lecturer or professor. To me, that seems ridiculously what? I heard of one girl in university who did slept with it. Uh, really? Of ours. Yeah, yeah. Was he like older? He was, yeah, probably like 45. On like a continuous basis? No, I think it was like a, they met in a club on like oh, wow. a, in, during freshness and then she was like, oh my God, that's my lecturer. I think it's just quite strange how like as a professor, you throw away your whole career and I'm just don't sleep with a student. <laughs> Please share for the class. I once fucked a girl. And she sees breathing for like three seconds. I smacked her, <laughs> yank, and she regained her breath and I continued. That's just weird. Have you seen? Have you heard about people passing out there? Like those, they literally die. I I heard Mr. Beast yeah. talking on a podcast the other day. It was actually a while ago. People can just be like be dead. So From... they were they were driving in a car, and the guy was driving the car, and Mr. Beast was in the front seat, and he was saying that. The guy just all of a sudden passed out, flopped. And they're like, his mate in the back just cracked him around the side of the head to try and wake him up because he thought like he just fell asleep or something. Uh, and he just didn't wake up. So Mr. Beast had to grab over, grab the um, the wheel, stop moving. And then the guy's foot was still on the accelerator. So he then had to get over the gear knob and take his foot off the accelerator while still trying to steer on the motorway or on the highway, they call it, then managed to get the car over onto the hard shoulder and then just sit there. But then like they got pulled over and seconds later, the guy shut up, thought that he was still driving because obviously when he's passed out, he's been driving and just went, fuck, slammed his foot on the accelerator and took off again. And then Mr. Beast had to grab the wheel and slam it into a wall. I don't know where they were. That sounds like the most... Were there those things where like you can go through... Just like, and he was, he was, um, I think they got checked over by medics or something, could be wrong. And he was like declared dead for like a couple of seconds. That's what had happened. Well, one of the one thing which can cause sudden death is just sudden death syndrome. That, I mean, I think that's you what have must, a card, must have been. but no, no, sudden death syndrome, you die. This kid didn't die, did he? No, he's not, he wasn't dead. He's... No, that's what I mean. But sudden death syndrome is where you have an unexpected cardiac arrest. Yeah, wow. Me and Carl had a very interesting conversation <laughs> in the car on the way back from the event. Can I share with you if you've ever had this, this Ben? Go on. Lucid dreaming. What do you mean? So I think it, is it classed as lucid dreaming, Carl? A no, lucid... I think they're two separate things. So lucid dreaming is when you're aware that you're in a dream and you can like control it. But oh, then the one we're one. talking about was sleep paralysis. Oh, sleep paralysis. So sleep paralysis me and Kyle had a conversation on the way back from the event. I don't know how we even got into this conversation. And I did like an impression of if you've ever had sleep paralysis, I think it's absolutely terrifying because you're, you're asleep, but you're like awake in your head and you try and scream. That's what I get all the time. 
but you actually scream. Yeah. When you try, when you're in sleep paralysis and you scream, it's like, <laughs> like nothing. No, but it starts. I'm sc- Yours is bad. No, but it starts. I'm screaming in the dream. So I'm, I'm screaming and I can't scream. And then I, I slowly start coming around. And I start going, I'll back away from the mic a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I start screaming in the dream, then start to wake up when it comes out in the. I have to really calm you down because you're yeah. not supposed to meddle with someone who's having a sleep situation. Yeah. I'm obviously a lot worse than you because I get night terrors with spiders. And they started in Australia. I don't know why they started in Australia, but I have very, very realistic night terrors with spiders and I scream, I throw the quill off, I'm crying and Ben just has to be very calm with me and just patiently deal with it, don't you? Yeah. It's not very good. Should what, we do like one more confession? What is, um? I saw another question, what is the stupidest thing your partner's ever done? In what sense? What's the, what's the stupidest thing you think I've ever done? Have you got any Carl? What do you think the stupidest thing your part, you or your partner's ever done? Your partner's ever done. There's probably quite a few, but I probably don't what want do you to mean share there's them. Quite a few. How's it? Quite a few. No, there's probably quite a what few. You, no, there's either quite a few or there's none. There's not probably. There's no in between. The stupidest thing. I don't. I don't know. No, my my current partner Andrea is pretty smart. I mean, one time she forgot the word bridge. But you can you can be smart and have it. zero common sense. Yeah. Well, an ex of mine one time we were driving down the motorway and she missed the exit. She was navigating yeah, for stupid. me. stupid. She reversed. I, I was I was driving doing probably like clocking on like 70, 80 on the motorway, um, and then she was like, "Oh, that's our turning," because she was navigating instead of going, "Oh, it's fine. We'll just you know, spin round at the next turn off." She just grabbed the wheel and ragged it towards the exit, like doing speed on the motorway. That is Yeah, stupid. nearly crashed the car and like, I, I think potentially nearly killed us. It was horrendous. Yeah, I was that beyond pissed off. Like beyond. That's like, angry. you could fucking die from that, that kind of shit. Yeah, that is max stupidity. Yeah. What have I done that's really, because I there's sometimes some, there's do been, there's do There's definitely things. been something before and I've just thought, I've either been crying my eyes because that's stupid or just <laughs> infuriated. I can't, but I personally, there will have been things with you, but I just can't think. It's a very broad question, isn't it, realistically? And if nothing stands out, it can't yeah. have been that traumatic. Stupid thing you've ever done. You might have to come back to it. If yeah. you know the stupidest thing your partner's ever done, if you're watching on yeah, put YouTube, it in, put it, on put the it YouTube. in the comments, because I'd be really uh, interested to see. I bet some people have done some wacky things. But I think we should share one more confession. Yeah. I'm just trying to reach you someone. Why? What have you found, like I said before, to it's actually find AC, these confessions? ACS confessions. It's like all different ACS. universities. So they actually put the university in the bottom of the page. You've got like Coventry, Uni, Sheffield, Hallam. Oh, I thought they were all American. They sounded like they were more of an American vibe. Try and do one that isn't a sexual one. Okay. If you can. I don't think I've got any confessions from uni. There were some weird things that happened when you were at university, but I don't think there's any like actual confessions. What do you mean? I was just trying to think because this is like a university <sighs> page, isn't it? And I don't have any confessions that I would have to make. Oh, I'm not going to read make this. this I'm not going to read one. this whole one because it's disgusting. But basically, this person's from Coventry Uni, but I wasn't taught how to wash my dick properly when I was a kid. Um, it goes on, but to me, Cal, what was the story about when we were in London, Houston the other day, by the way? 
<laughs> Listen to this. I don't that, think don't think Carl probably told you. That was very weird. Yeah, I was in the urinal um, next to a man. Uh, and the man had a bottle of Evian water in his hand and just started violently washing his penis at the urinal. Like, turning it inside out, doing this, that, and the other, and, and like splashing it everywhere. You'd just do it in a cubicle, yeah, would fucking... you not? Have would you, you not? Exactly. to do that? Yeah, very strange. Have you ever heard the term link the guy? Yeah. I've never heard that term. It's like Southerners, they say link up them, and they just like pulled someone. Are you going to finish your okay, story? Okay, I'll ask you this question. This because this is this is come from where's Solent Uni? Solent. S O L E N T. That sounds like a crap university. Solent University is in Southampton. Okay, well, a guy's got a question here. My girl cheated on me. Would it be wrong to leave it on thinking I'd forgive him and then cheat on her? <gasps> I have no intention of getting back with her, but feel she should go through some emotional pain I went through. I don't think tit for tat personally. Just, you know, don't... Because then you're going to that level. So when you move on to your next partner and it could be someone you love so much and they really hate cheating and will never be with a cheater, you fuck yourself up. And also it's just a horrible, horrible... I understand she did it in the first place. But surely just saying, I will never be with you again mm -hmm. because of what you've done is more painful than... I don't agree with that at all. Yeah, I think he could probably like... Just hang out the back end of her mum. That you're disgusting. <laughs> I was a joke. Uh, yeah, I don't think two wrongs make a right. So I, I'd um. It also, do you know what? I just, I just couldn't be off of drama, me. Yeah, just get just. Obviously, she cheated horrible. Hate cheaters. Don't condone it. But just don't do that. Don't don't go to her level because then you're you're just as bad, aren't you? Uh, well, you are because you're you're. You're. I get it as well because the kids, the kids half broken, so he probably like wants to get revenge. wants to get back at her. Like, the, yeah, some revenge. Don't be going into that shit like revenge porn and stuff no. though, because that's uh that's dangerous waters. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I think there's other ways you can potentially one make yourself feel better, and two, if you wanted to cause some kind of emotional trauma, don't do it that way. We'll love you and leave you on today's podcast episode. Don't forget about the Muscle Marathon program. It won't be live. Will it be live? When does this podcast go live? I we're really far you ahead. You can sign up to... Uh, this one's going next no, week. It'll be live in about three, four days. But you can find uh, out more information and sign up to the waiting list for the Muscle Marathon program. Mm -hmm. Below. Uh, and you can get discount and you can get early access. So definitely yeah. jump below and click on that link. We, we also had loads of great reviews from the Mo podcast. Um, oh, we love Tags and stories. But if you, can, if you get anything from the podcast, whether it's a laugh, whether it's a smile, whether it's some motivation or inspiration to go out and lift and run... Please continue to leave reviews on Apple or Spotify because it does mean a lot to us. Um, yeah. It'd be great to have those reviews on there. And on Apple, the way that you do it. So literally, if you're listening now, go to your search bar, type in the Not So Fit Couple, click it, give it five stars and, you know, write a little, write something really cute and nice. But that is the way you do it on Apple Podcasts. And as Ben said, we really hope you are enjoying the podcast. It gives you a smile on your face every single week. Yeah. And... If you've got any questions, please always feel free to leave them on the YouTube channel because I usually do go through the YouTube. Um, and if you're not following or subscribed there, please do so because it massively helps us to get more guests on the show and have more conversations if you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. Yep. And we will catch you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.